All right, my guitar, I left my guitar in bad tuning uh, because I had it in a wonky tuning for some song. And then I thought, oh, it'll be faster for me. I'll, I'll have more incentive to tune it to standard tuning if I just mess up the tuning. So now it sounds like this. And I don't, I don't think I want to put it back just yet. So let's play the intro music that I usually play. This is Whatever with Christopher, and I'm Christopher. Good to see you again. Let's begin, shall we? There we go. That's how you know you're listening to the start of a podcast. The music comes in. That was nice, wasn't it? It was kind of jazzy. Sort of a slop jazz. Man, I remember back in 62, we used to go down to Slop's Jazz Bar. And you know what? About, about, at about six in the morning, which was still nighttime for us, about six in the morning, old Slop would come in and he'd, he'd sit down on that old semi-hollow body electric Gibson. And well, he'd just beat the crap out of it and... And we'd be sitting there just, just nodding, you know, just vibing. He'd play those licks, you know, he'd play that, he'd come in with that, you know, like, with that kind of like. Oh, oh man, I can't do it justice, but old slop would catch a feel. And we would ride it until about lunchtime, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't gone to bed yet. You know, we were just staying up so late. Stay up all night, come into the, come into Slop's jazz bar at six in the morning. Slop would come in, do his thing, you know, like, wow, yeah. And then lunchtime would come around and man, <laughs> We'd order lunch. We'd get like a Reuben and like like bacon and eggs, and uh, and then the afternoon would come around and we'd go home, you know. And then by by eight o'clock we're in bed. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. We never slept. It was crazy. I'd be into that. I'd be into a jazz bar that's so cool. It's just open during business hours. <laughs> Man, that's late. But now I've explained the joke. Slop's Jazz Bar is filmed before a live studio audience. Because that's the way it keeps it real. Who's texting me? It's... Oh, yeah. I knew that would happen. Um, let me just send a text really quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience. Come on through. It's sort of an Omega Man situation here. Because um, two, two out of the three people in this house now have COVID. And there's just one well person. And so he's kind of the sick guy. Like, he's the one who has to be alone and has to be isolated. And he's the vampire now. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. So, so now the well people, the well people have become the second hand, the second hand citizens. Yeah, sure. The second class citizens. They are the pariahs. And we rule the night. Sniffling and halt, clutching our heads, popping pills. We're well, sort of the fate of every major city at the moment. Just descending into drug-fueled sickness. The only difference is this sickness will get better on its own. I won't need to be granted serenity from a higher power. 
I just thought it was interesting. If you can't tell, I'm bored out of my noggin here. Here at the house. Just... And I haven't even found anything creative to do with my time yet. I've just... I, I, I sent out a few texts, a few choice texts, telling a few people, a few select people, I have COVID. And, uh, and now they will all call me and talk to me every day while I'm sitting here doing nothing. Convalescing. That's the reason why you want to tell people. Just for your own ends. I told my mother too, because um, she's a nurse and she knows all the, the medicines to buy. Because Lord knows, they're not giving us, they're not going to give us the real medicines. You know it's true, they're not going to give us the real medicines. Not us regular folk. No, you have to be important to get the medicines. The good medicines out there that the presidents and the, the Joe Rogans of the world get, same level. The stuff that they get is swiftly banned. Maybe some of it's more outlandish than others, but uh, I think I'd like to make that decision. I'm sure a lot of those things wouldn't harm me. But no, instead I'm, I'm, I'm resorting to over-the-shelf gargle for a disease that, in, in, in some ways, roll of the dice kills millions of people each year, it would seem. Oh, just, oh, drink lots of water. <laughs> Come on. Give us the real medicine. I feel fine, actually. And I'm taking it on my stride. Ain't no one gonna make my stride. I'm having a mild case of COVID. Uh-oh. I laugh at all you sick people. It's it's hard not to get a big head over this. Get a big, fat ego. Knowing that I'm just ice skating through this illness. Just... Walking along, having a fun, walking in a winter wonderland. I've had the easiest time. I've, I have never heard of such a mild case happening to someone I know. So naturally, that means I am the healthiest person in the world. Everything I've done in my life leading up to this point has been the right decision as far as my COVID battling health is concerned. Every thing I did, everything I didn't do, every video game I sat and played for a hundred hours total, it all somehow ensured that I would be completely immune. And I'm going to take full credit for consciously doing this. Oh, I knew deep down. I knew deep down that eating various potato and cheese-based foods only for months on end I knew somehow it would, it would help me battle this terrible illness. I, I took a, I took a lot of different vitamins for, for several weeks leading up to getting this infection. I recommend it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how you can, it's like you go up to someone and you go, oh man, I figured out. I heard, I heard all these, I heard all these people saying that you got to take uh, vitamin D and maybe some vitamin C. And it'll help you fight the virus. And the other person will go, oh, yeah? Cool. Wow. They don't say, oh, I, I, I don't believe you. They just say, oh, yeah? It's good to know. And then I'll be like, well, I'll tell you what you should do. You should get some vitamin D and some vitamin C. And, and take it every day in case you get the virus. Because uh, you, you want a better case of it, right? You don't want a bad case. You don't want to lose your sense of taste and smell forever. 
and they'll go, oh yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. And in that in that moment, already, <clears throat> already, they got they're like, I'm not gonna buy that. I'm not gonna take that shit. Why? Why is this? Why is why why are people so hard to? to it's so hard to make someone do something. <laughs> but this one would seem obvious. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to do that. Uh, do, uh, do they do they not believe you? Is that what it is? Have you presented them to the evidence? They would go, oh, yeah, looks like it's true. Can't argue with that. Still, they wouldn't do it. We all know we're destined to get this thing. Just as much as we're all destined to get a cold between now and you know, our old age, generally. So what is it? Are we really not that serious about our health as a people? Or is it that just we're, we're, we're creatures of a habit? I don't know anyone besides me taking their vitamin D orally, making sure they got enough levels to fight this thing. I would love it if they did. I don't want people getting sicker than they have to be, but somehow it just doesn't work out that way. What is that? What is that? I don't know. I guess it's like trying to get someone to join the gym. You're like, well, you know it's good for you. They'll be like, yeah. But the thing is, is it's, it's, it's literally popping a pill. It's the thing back in the 20th century we we're all promised would 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 bring an end to all our woes. Are you late to work? Pop a pill. Your speed will increase on land. You'll make up time. Take this pill. You'll give the ultimate excuse. This is this activates the excuse portion of the brain. So when you get to work, hair still wet from the shower. Take away coffee in your hand that you somehow had time to get while still getting late. There was a line. You'll come up with a charming excuse. The excuse area for the brain, most people only use 1% of it. This pill activates over 76% of it. Halliday. Who's Halliday? I don't know. Halliday, why? why are you late? Well, Fred, I'll tell you what. I was driving here and it was the darndest thing. <laughs> I was driving across the road when I saw a flash of ginger down by a storm drain. Sun didn't seem right to me, so I stopped my car and pulled over. I was making excellent time, by the way. I pulled over and I walked back up the street and what did I see? I saw a family of cats sheltering under the storm drain. They had collars, all of them. It was a mother and it's young, all of them with collars. And I thought, what are they doing here, those precious things? They looked disheveled, so I just I just grabbed them and I put them in the back. And I didn't I didn't know what to do. They didn't have any indications on them. They just had these collars. And so I I you know, I got on my phone and I looked up the nearest vet and um I drove down there and dropped them off and they said they could find the chips and you know, anyway, I'm I'm really sorry. I know that's no excuse, but no no, it's fine. Uh, look, look, I'm an animal lover too. I mean Call me crazy, but I, I love cats. And, um, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm bugging you. Look, get, get on back to work. We'll forget about it. Thanks, excuse, excuse pill. 
What was my point? Yeah, it's popping a pill. It's so easy. I guess what's not easy is going down to the chemist, buying the pills, taking them home. Somehow you feel like an idiot taking someone's advice. Do we actually have an aversion to doing something that someone else suggests to you? Do we feel like a fool unless we come up with things on our own? You ever do that? You ever... Do you ever, do you ever tell someone something over and over again and they kind of go, yeah, hmm. And then six months later, they come back and tell you the exact same thing. Like, you know what I figured out? And you have that moment where you thought, I told you that and you didn't listen. And now you've decided. I think it's something about you have to figure it out by yourself. Feel like a big man. Maybe we just don't have the time to take everyone's advice. I don't know. It makes me think. But that's just one man's opinion. Anyway. Um, this is this is the problem thing. that Eventually I feel like I have to change the topic. And I have nothing to change into. I have nothing to wear. I wore that yesterday. I don't know. You know, I'll tell you. I, I went... Um, I took myself camping the other week. Work finished. And I packed the car full of camping gear. And then I went to bed because at that point it was far too late after work. I would have got there well into midnight. So I went to sleep and woke up. Yes, I woke up. And I, then I, I, once I got ready, I drove to my spot. I went camping. I went by myself. It's a weird thing to see, I'm sure. Just a 31-year-old dude in a convertible on a track that basically four-wheel drives only use. Just covered in dust. Just a campsite. I'd imagine all the middle-aged people in their camper vans would just look across at my car and just think, this guy, is this guy fleeing? Is he here to kill us? Or to kill himself? Something about this guy doesn't scream outdoors off-road. I don't know. Maybe it's the 90s convertible that he bumped in here on. I don't know. Where are his friends? Why doesn't he have any connections? Why couldn't he find anyone to come with him? This guy... I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over there and say hi. Just, I just want to make sure this guy isn't going to chop us up while we sleep. Hey, how's it going? Hmm? Oh, hey. Uh, yeah, an interesting car there. You know, I used to have a Saab. Oh, cool. I, I love Saabs. This guy's okay. No, he's gonna be fine. He's fine. Don't worry about it. What? Oh, nothing. It was just something. We had our own thing going on. Oh, okay. Well, have a nice camp here. I've been coming here for ages. Yeah, I needed to get away. My body was tense and stiff, achy. Once I was out there on my knees, chopping up firewood with a handsaw and making my own bed on the ground, popping up my own tent, I was, my body was twisting and turning and, and lifting in just the right ways, you know, in the, in the, in the eucalyptus sun. 
And I felt everything just kind of shift back into alignment, just ease up, just stretch it out. Oh, yeah. I went out and I gathered firewood. I put it in the boot of my car and I drove it back. I created a huge fire. And I sat around it. As much as one person can stand around a fire. And I played guitar. Into the night. And because I didn't have an esky. Didn't have a cooler. I threw my six pack in the river. And I got it the next morning. And I had cold beer. And it was good. There's nothing wrong, gents, with exploring the cliche aspects of your masculinity. They have their own rewards sometimes. Maybe maybe you're not very good at camping, but I don't know. I, I got used to it. My parents used to take me. We used to rough it. I like it. After all, the, wil- the wilderness, with a bit of water and with a few provisions is paradise compared to the the big concrete jungle that I'm surrounded with. Just car horns and exhaust and the the greyness. The collected anxiety of all that traffic. It winds you up a bit. You you used to be able to overwind a watch. You'd break it. Nowadays they have things in there. You can't really do that. Or at least I think you used to be able to overwind a watch. I can't remember. This this seems like a thing. I'm pretty sure you used to be able to overwind a watch and you'd break it. You'd have to go get it fixed. Also, you'd drop a watch and it would break. You'd have to fix it. That has also been fixed with time. They, fig- they figured it out. It's called Inca Block. It's very technical. It's very boring. Let's move on. <laughs> I've become very interested in watchmaking. Of recent. Especially since I got locked down, I considered taking an entire watchmaking course because I had a week to spare. But let's not get into it. You know, I went into the lockdown of of having COVID. I went in a civilian, but I, I exited a watchmaker. I could build you a watch <laughs> out of parts. I could serve I could service a watch. With technology which was basically obsolete in the 40s. Not really. Obsolete by the 70s, really. 60s even. You know the first quartz... <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't talk about watches all day. I'm a man with singular obsessions. And they switch every so often. But this watch one has been dogging me for a while. I can't shake it. I even bought a nice watch. That winds up, does all the things. Still, sometimes I just stare at it and think, wow, yeah, great. It's exhausting. My eyes and my head are exhausted from just staring at my wrist all day. Usually by now, the, the, the obsession would die down. I'd get interested in something else, trains or something. I don't know. I'm always obsessed with getting something perfect. For a while, I was obsessed with getting the perfect knife to do all my knife chores. Cutting bread and meat. Chopping up twigs, stuff. So eventually, I did a bunch of research and, you know, spent way too many hours looking into this. And I bought a couple of knives. 
and now I have them. And then the obsession kind of tapered off. I had climbed Mount Everest, and I was no longer interested in mountains. You understand me? I buy this beautiful watch, and I'm just like, maybe I should learn how to build it. Maybe I should go deeper. Maybe that's telling me that I should take this thing further. But do I really want to be a craftsman? That's right. I said that. A craftsman. Sitting, <laughs> sitting inside, looking very closely at things through jeweler's eyepieces, tinkering away. Maybe I do. Still, it sounds kind of lonely. It sounds kind of lighthousey. As I've said many times to friends and therapists alike, I don't want to be a man in a lighthouse. Just changing light bulbs all day. Light. Just all alone. Doing his job. Looking out into the raging sea. Helping the ships go by, but never helping yourself. That's no life. That's no life for me. I'm a social animal. It's just a true shame that I find so many people on this earth so damn imperfect. I don't know what it is. And why I find it so difficult to join their stupid clubs full of stupid habits and words. You know, I could never... If, if imagine, if I, I, imagine, if you will, that I got into surfing. I started surfing. This is, imagine this, it's, it's the 90s or something. I start surfing. After a while, I get kind of good at it. I start to fall in with a surfing crowd. One day, I pluck up the courage. I take my board out of the surf and I, I jog up. I jog up to another bunch of surfers standing on the beach. I got my wetsuit up to my waist. Flopping, the, the arm bits flopping down by my legs. I run up. My long blonde hair. Just, just blowing in the sea wind, just, and I'm like, hey guys, you saw you catch some pretty good waves back there, and they'd be like, oh man, I totally had like a gnarly re-entry. It was tubular, you know, it was, it was radical. I would probably at that moment be like, Oof. yeah, I enjoyed surfing the waves. I liked when I did the spin. And then I stood up on the board and went back up and then down again. I don't something about the 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 indulging in the the phrases, the the lingo and just the amount of joy and I don't know, I find it re repulsive, <laughs> grotesque. And there are extreme versions of that. You know, you know what I'm talking about? When groups of people Go to the gym, and they start talking about plates and dates and and stacking blocks. I, I'm not sure what they say. I don't talk to them. The lingo, it's disgusting. And then and then so I, and then I just I don't know something about joining groups like that. That's what all groups are like. What do you do then? What do you do when you find all groups stupid and you just want to talk? I don't know. I probably have my own group that I'm, I don't even realize I'm a part of. I kind of have a street, sort of have an American street lingo myself. I should feel pretty stupid about myself. On this quest to be so 
damn self-aware I, I put myself in a lighthouse of my own mind. <laughs> That'll conclude therapy today. Might I offer you another session? Please take a mint next time. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I am in the bunker right now, so this isn't going to be normal. I need a certain level of outside stimuli to bring fresh pockets of show to your ears. I was thinking of making more segments. I don't, I don't know. I, this, this fucking show is so dumb and stupid and terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you listened to this. I'm sorry that something's gone wrong in your life enough that you tune into my podcast. Maybe if you're being deliberately supportive of me. Thank you. But you don't have to... I, 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 there's, a, there's no quiz. There's no test. You can probably just nod and pretend you listen to it. <laughs> I think a few people are doing that anyway. I don't know what to do with this thing. The boy's not good on his own. Not very. Anyway, let's talk about something else besides the show in my... My heart. Um, I'll play a quick song. Let's see how this goes. I'll come down from the valley Where, mister, when you're young They bring you up to do Like your daddy does Ooh. Man, when... When Slippery Fish Johnson would come in and he'd play that, he'd play that song for us. Everyone in the house would 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 raise their milkshakes and take a big sip, and say, "Thank God for you, Slippery Milkshake Johnson, Slippery Fish Johnson." You put the shake in that milkshake with those jazzy beats. Cool. <sighs> I find myself depleted. Slight stomach ache. Slight need to go to the toilet. Sore head. Hot body. Warm body. You know what I mean. I'm 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 not I'm not sexy. I'm just very warm. Thirsty. I, I gotta I gotta take a I gotta take a mountain of medicine now. Keep this keep this from developing into something more serious. Alright. This is Christopher saying goodbye, and why the hell are you listening? Farewell. Oh, I gotta play the outro music. Let's see. Cable on sixth. Here we go. Mm. Goodbye.